Hey y'all, I'm Rachel. And I'm Jordan. And we are While the Kids Are in Bed podcast. So welcome back. Um, it's been a minute. We had some technical difficulties last two weeks ago, I guess now. So um, we uh, had to kind of skip a week, but we released two episodes last week to make up for it. So we hope y'all forgive us. That's right. Uh, or if and- anybody wants to be our sound engineer, we'll gladly accept your application. Amen. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I can only go so far and then like this is beyond my uh wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, we're back and um it's almost March. Oh my gosh. So Crazy. That. Yeah, and um today, because we're recording on Thursday this week, Olivia turned eight months old today. My gosh. Are you I taking know. like the monthly photos? I am. I am. So with a little bunny rabbit that you gave us. Um, So like I sit it beside her because it was just like tall enough when I started. So yeah, Um, took them today. So yeah, eight months was like, wow. It's crazy. Yeah. You start start back at work, right? Next week. Yeah. I go back to the school next week. So well, in two weeks, technically. So on, um, on the sixth, so I have one more week, um, before we adjust to that. So feeling a mix of emotions of being super, super thankful that I've had the time that I've had. Um, not everybody gets, you know, the time that I got, you know, from maternity leave. So you know, trying to remind myself that I'm super thankful, but also, you know, being really anxious just about the, I mean, I feel great because she's older and, you know, and the weight issues are behind us. I'm not, you know, it's not like, I'm not really anxious about her, but just a new um, routine, you know, like Mm -hmm. having to get up earlier in the morning and get myself ready, um, you know, like really ready, 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 (laughs) not gym ready, but ready, ready. Yeah, because I put makeup on and, you know, get myself ready, but this is like, you know, ready, ready, you know, and get her ready um, before I leave and get to work on time and all of that fun stuff that working moms know all about. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, just, you know, a little, I think it'll be good. Um, Like I said, she's in a a great place. Like, um, like I said, super thankful and I'm super thankful that we have family to help out so she can still, she can stay at the daycare that she's at now. so that won't change for her. So that, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's crazy that it's here already. Time flies. That is crazy. Although you have been working with other in other jobs, so it's like yes, yes, yeah. You've so still I'm, been busy, I should say. Yeah. That. So I am curious because I yes, with the gym, I do a little bit of at home, and then of course I go there and see clients while she's at um, school. And then I have another like at home job. And so I'm curious um, because, you know, like working with a kid is really hard. (laughs) She's super clingy. She's been kind of feeling bad. So she was like super clingy today. And I was like, okay, this is really, really hard right now. Um, So I'm curious how my reaction will be when I'm like, away for the day mm. and like and I'm working and like that I'm literally in an office and that's the only thing I'm doing and can think of so I'm curious how I will um feel about that like if I'll feel like relieved because I'm like blinders on kind of like this, this is all I can think about. yeah or if I'll be like you know or if I'll I'll miss it so I'll yeah yeah <laughs> it could be both or yeah. just change daily yeah yeah right mix some emotions one day you're fine with it and the next day it sucks so but yeah so we'll see it'll be good but yeah check on me in the next yeah. couple weeks yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah that's a transition for sure yeah so um but in speaking of that that kind of leads in I didn't plan that but it kind of leads into our topic today I um told you like I had I got a chance to go um, to the Maribel Resort in Arizona this past weekend for like a retreat. Um, and it was great. I've never been to Arizona or anything close to the desert. So um, it was beautiful. Um, and we did like a session, you know, there it's a, it's a wellness resort. So everything's kind of geared to like mindfulness. They had meditation sessions. 
yoga, like all kinds of different stuff. But we did a session on um, strategies for living a true life in balance um, that I just, it was really kind of powerful and reminded me of some episodes we've done where we did um, like, is it, can you really have it all? Like we did that episode and then the self-care episode we did last week. Um, it reminded me of those things that we've kind of talked about where we're kind of like, and you mentioned too, like, I think it was around our Christmas episode. We were like, I just want to be happy. And whatever I do, I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think our culture is slowly changing to more of that, where I encounter a lot more women specifically that have been like, I'm quitting this job because it's causing me way too much stress. The hours are too long. This is not worth it. It's not worth my mental health, my physical health. And I think I think men and women are getting better about like creating those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it is hard to kind of, like we talked about, like decide what really is going to make you happy and content consistently, you know, because one day you're like, oh, this is what I want. And then the next day you're like, oh, I don't know if this is it. You know, it's really hard to like, you know, when I think about like, oh, what would be my perfect day? I mean, I just have a, I have a hard time like thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. So what really struck me with her, um, with living a true life in balance is she said, you don't like living in balance. A lot of people think is like, everything is a perfect, um, ratio in the pie, you know, like, so let's say we have four things, everything you give 25% to all of those things because it equals, you know, hundred percent. And she said, that's not really the case. That's not realistic. You know, kind of like what we talked about with like juggling the balls, like there are going to be times in your life where certain things need more energy or more devotion. Um, But her thing is she gives you like, she gave us like the big three things to pay attention to. And the first thing was self-awareness of where you're spending your energy. So your physical and mental energy, where are you putting the mental and physical energy? And then two was know what matters most to you. So her thing is, it wasn't necessarily about, again, the equal parts, but it's about what are your values? What are the things that you truly care about in life? And are your actions and energy lining up? with what you care about Mm -hmm. because if you say you value certain things and then you look at where you spend your time and it doesn't correlate then are you really living a life in balance because you're not either you don't value it like you think you maybe you think you should value something and you really don't or you're not you know making sure that you're paying attention to what you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think this is such a good exercise and to me when you first described it it sounded so like profound Mm -hmm. like and I I don't like articulating stuff a lot like I when even you know if you talk about like oh well what isn't when you say like what are my values I'm like well it'd be a lot easier to answer the question if you said what's important to me because then I can kind of like that question I can grapple with a little better but when I think about values and kind of all of these like I don't know profound is just the word that comes to mind it seems like like something that I really should think about and the reason I say it's such a good exercise is because I was thinking about it when you were describing it and I'm like I can see myself just being like like, kind of the reason I changed from full-time to part-time was like I realized I was unhappy Mm -hmm. but then I'm like I had to kind of dive into like well why am I unhappy Mm -hmm. and I think the way you're describing it with like, is how I'm spending my time aligning with my values. Like that's exactly why I changed roles, but right. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it in that way that yeah. Um, I just think how, how it spelled out when the way you described it just made it sound like a bell went off. Like that's exactly why I changed what mm-hmm. I did. I just didn't realize it um, in that way, in those terms. Yeah. Well, and I think because you're just very few people put their happiness high on the list, you know, like a lot of people think, oh, like this is just the way life has to be. Like this is just, and now there are some things like we can't change everything, but I think Mm -hmm. you just being so attuned to like, no, I want to be happy no matter what helps with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I have to ask, because you said 
listing what was important to you would be a lot easier than listing your values. And to me, those are synonyms. So what makes, is it because the important things are like, when I say important things, those are like things you can list and values are what you believe? Yes, I guess I, I think more, and maybe that's just my frame of mind that I need to adjust because when I think of like values, I think of like integrity or loyalty or like, Oh yeah. Okay. You know, more of that train of thought. But if you just say what's important to me, yeah. I could easily be like, well, my health. Right. But then I don't know if I'd also like, this is going to sound silly and contradictory, but I wouldn't say I value my health in that same way. But I probably do when you use it in the way you're describing mm-hmm. it, because it's important to me and I spend time focusing on, you know, exercise and trying to eat well right. and things like that, that I think it's just my frame of mind that okay is, that needs to adjust. Yeah. Well, I think, I think both can be true because I think if someone's core values are truly like integrity, is that some people that is a, I mean, again, I think most of us would say we, that's important to us. Like, I want to be somebody that people can trust and, you know, a moral compass, but there are some people that like, that's the hill they'll die on. Like, no, I, integrity is so important to me. If a friend or anybody does something that steps out of line with that, like done cut off, you know, Mm -hmm. there's that hold that to very, very high esteem. So I think it could be like a mix of both, like, like the things I wrote down, like, were really more things that were important, but I don't know. It was probably a little bit of both. Cause of course I wrote in my family, my health, but then I wrote like helping others as a core value, because I find in every job that I gravitate towards, that's what I'm doing, whether it's teaching or the gym or whatever. I tend to like that relationship, like that coaching relationship or the teacher relationship where I'm getting to share knowledge and like help. Um, which is probably, I guess, like a value or maybe just something I enjoy. But then I also listed like financial freedom and freedom of time. Um, but again, mm-hmm. I don't know if those would constitute as values or as just more things that are really high on the list of what I'm striving towards currently. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. Know? And then you can look at it and see like, and what I'm doing, do I mm-hmm. have freedom in the things that I'm in my current job or current roles, et cetera. Mm-hmm. How am I spending time with my family? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. So her self-awareness was basically, she said, inventory of your energy. Um, and I like how she said energy mm-hmm. and not time because like we talk about all the time, like I can be sitting on the couch watching a TV show and be mentally somewhere like completely else, you know, like, or anxiety or stress, like, so when you think about your energy, it's not just like the, like, like you said, like going through the motions, but what is really truly like either giving you life and giving you happiness and energy, right? or is it like depleting you and making you feel like soul sucked at the end of the day? Right. Like it's the whole like introvert, extrovert conversation of like, yeah, is it going to stress you out to go out with friends tonight? Or is it going to energize you and kind of like fill your cup? And yeah. give you what, you know, the socialization you're looking for, the escape from, you yeah. know, your current stressors or whatever. Yeah. I mean, because it is, it's like, it's just, it all depends on you as a person, like you said, like in what you need. And um, like, again, your time is one thing and your physical energy, that's something else. But I think we, we don't think about the mental energy and like what we think about daily and what, and like, just like I was saying to you when we were talking about the episode you know, my, my number one core value I wrote was family, like Ben and Olivia, like specifically my, I mean, obviously my whole family is important to me, but like our core family. Um, and right now in our current life, like we rarely get to spend time, the three of us, you know, together as a family. And that just, um, just due to schedules of different stuff where, you know, we get one-on-one time with her, which is amazing. But, you know, the fact you know, all of us together is rare. Um, And I was, that really hit home to me because I'm like, okay, that's my number one core value, but I'm not doing 
a good enough job to make sure that I get to spend time with not just both of them separately, but with them together. Like, because that is something that I value is that family time, like all three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so needing to take an inventory of like, how can I change that to where I get that time? If that's something I truly say. If I that's get, right. You know? Well, it reminds me of like the classic example of like someone that might say they value their health, but their the actions don't like, it's like, okay, wow. I really, mm-hmm. I really, if that's something that is truly important to me that I need to spend more time or energy in what will help me, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. because again I think I think we could all say everybody most people are going to probably put family and most people might put health because they understand what unhealthy looks like being sick and you know those kinds of things mm-hmm. but there's a difference between valuing your health and just because you're not ill versus valuing your health like I want to be the healthiest I can be you know those are two totally different things and it's also like are you just saying you value it because you're thankful that you have your health and that you're not sick? Or do you value it because it's something that you're putting your time and energy? Cause I think those are two different things too. Like you can be thankful that you have something, but is it something that you're really w- willing to put in the time and effort to make mm-hmm. better or, mm-hmm. you know, nurture, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You're pondering. I think you. So did she talk about like? I mean, obviously, I'm assuming just if your actions are aligning with your values, mm-hmm. then I'm assuming you'll just be like a happier person. Like what? I guess like again, I'm just thinking how profound. I would never sit down and be like, "This is I should do this to see <laughs> if you know what I mean." Like I just, yeah. and I think part of it's because I don't like. Like I'm, I would rather take a personality test and someone tell me, like, I love that when they're like, you, you know, thrive on structure. And I'll be like, yes, yes, I do. But I would never be that person that like sits down and says, oh, I thrive on structure. Like sometimes, you know, you'll, you've said things to me that I'm like, oh, I'm, you think I'm organized or whatever it is because I don't feel that way. Yeah. It just seems like such a, like profound exercise to do that I would just never think about otherwise yeah well I think articulating how you feel can be really hard and articulating how you view yourself because of course how you view yourself isn't how everybody views you like obviously Mm -hmm. those things are different so I think if they align then you can say you are living a life of balance because what you because your time and energy it correlates with what's important to you and what you value Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. match and you can sit down like you do and say I'm happy I'm content and I don't say content as in like you're you're settling like I I mean like inner like contentment like you're at peace peace. you're at peace yes um that I think you're good um but her her last three is examine and address your fears and your resistance to change like so if your values don't match up why don't they and do do you want them to like like kind of me with family like what is the resistance to to change like why and for me um you know mine is thinking about like we talk about all the time like season the season of life I'm in different career different job that can provide that freedom of time um and for me it's the the fear of the unknown like okay I'm going to take a leap of faith to try something different that that could give me this freedom of time and family time that I want so desperate but what if it doesn't work out whereas even though I'm not I'm not like as happy as I could be I know I know what this misery is the grass always greener yeah right like I know this I know my situation now it's not the I again like what we talked about before like we get in that mindset of like oh well you just can't have it you you know, they're just some things you have to suffer through. It just is what it is. So it's like battling between like, I know this and it's not that bad versus like taking the leap and being like, well, let's just see what happens, you know, kind of mm-hmm. scary, unknown. And I'm, again, I like structure and, and, a, and a plan. So not having a distinct plan, you know, that kind of thing. So it was interesting to like, think about that, like 
if there are things that aren't matching up why aren't they matching up like what is really because like what we talk about too like a lot of people will say oh I just don't have the time for that and then they spend hours on social media you know just scrolling and it's like okay so what is it like are you using social media as an escape are you like you know really digging deep as to why is it Mm-hmm. because for me sometimes I find it like oh I just want to do something mindless but then I don't feel any better if I mindlessly yes. scroll like so I'm like okay I didn't do it I went from a computer to my phone so I really didn't unplug which is really what I needed instead I just scrolled and and then got down a rabbit hole that kept me busy for much longer than I needed to be right right you that's like, and I think we've talked about that example where like in an episode with like newborns where like I would yeah. sit on the couch and want to scroll and then I'm like the baby would wake up and I'm like well shit I haven't done like anything that I could have done <laughs> right right to be productive or just to like take care of basic hygiene because yeah. of yeah social media. yeah so I don't know I mean I think I think that's right and she does she did give us practical strategies I won't read them all because um there's 10 of them so I'll, I'll list them in our show notes and on our social media but um the first one was pay attention to what you're consuming and um I will say I feel like a couple and I've said this to some friends of ours like I don't follow any account that's gonna make me feel bad about myself like there's there's a difference between being motivated and inspiring versus something that just makes me feel like shit either like because I don't look like them or I'm not doing what they're doing or I can't relate to them whatever it is whatever influencer if it's like if it's not helping me and making me change in a better way then I don't follow friends or I don't want to see that right. yeah I don't want anybody that's going to make me feel like crap about myself so um but pay attention to what you're consuming I think that's like tv I think it can be friends it can be anything like if you're consuming a lot of negative stuff you know negative you know, following people on social media, negative watching news, that's very negative, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. The second, one of the segments I want to share is spending time alone, which I know as moms, like we never do. Um, and so I was really intentional the other day. I went on a walk and normally I would listen. Of course I wasn't alone. I had the dog and the baby, but um I normally would like listen to a podcast and like I left my earbuds at the house on purpose um, to just walk in silence. Um, so that's hard for me because obviously I like to talk and I, I am an extrovert in the sense that I get my energy from others. So mm-hmm. I rarely just sit with my own thoughts. thoughts. Like that's a little, that's, a that's, <laughs> I think my problem is the same, except I do it with an effort to be like, productive or yes. it's like I've got an yeah I've got 45 minutes where I'm walking the dog like okay who can I call like I'll make a work yes. call or like yep. oh I need to call so-and-so back or oh I'll you know schedule this appointment mm-hmm. while I'm walking and then again it, it feels good to be productive but I think that's why stuff like this where you're having to articulate how you feel I'm mm-hmm. able to like repress that when I don't have time mm-hmm. to, sit, to sit with my thoughts yeah, that's such a good point. Like if you don't give yourself a chance to think through and feel things, then you're not going to think through and feel things. No, like I'm just an emotionless void. <laughs> that's not true. I would never uh, describe you as that way, but it is because you're just, but you are thinking about the next task. I think about that all the time with driving. I'm like, if I had a driver, I'd be so productive. There's yeah. so much wasted time in a car. I mean, the things I could do Ew. if someone drove me around because you're stuck in the car and there's only certain things you can do. I could answer emails, call people, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, so that's going to be kind of my challenge um, with a lot of this. I will say like spending time alone, even if I'm not like alone, alone, but because I like to play music all the time, you know, just like I like to fill the space. So trying to be better about, you know, being alone with my thoughts or just enjoying nature without having to be stimulated by something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was a good one. Um, and then the other one I really liked, set boundaries by saying yes selectively. So almost like practicing how you say no. Um, 
And this one's a hard for me because I like saying yes. I'm a big yeser. Like if you ask me to do something, I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. You know, um, I don't know if I would describe myself as a people pleaser, but I, I clearly tend to be that way because I like saying yes to people. I think it's more like FOMO. Like I just don't want to miss out on anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was say, you're, an ex- yes. you're an extrovert. So like yes. the idea of being in that activity yes. you. Um, but I did ask her because I do need to recharge. Like I'm not so much of an extrovert that like I don't want any time alone. Um, so especially with like a baby, like you know, it's like you know certain things are good for you like getting out of the house talking to adults putting makeup on doing your hair you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so I asked her I was like you know how do you find the balance between like sometimes like if someone you know I just want to sit on my couch in my pajamas and not go anywhere or do anything and then but then I also know I sometimes I feel better when I get out of the house and go and meet with people even though leading up to it I'm like oh this I'm like exhausted this is the last thing I want to do you know because you're just right Right. Um, and she said she's like basically you just need to take inventory of how you feel after the event so like if you do go to you know let's say it's drinks with your friends when you're done are you happy you went do you feel energized are you just like oh that was so good I'm so I missed them it felt so good to be out or do you leave feeling like, oh my gosh, like I much rather would have been at home, you know, in my pajamas or it was okay, but it didn't really give me that, you know, boost. And she said, you have to kind of just, um, basically she said, collect data. Like you're going to have to say yes enough times to kind of figure out if figure it's out. Yeah. That you enjoy it. and then say no a few times to see like, do I wish I was there or I really am okay here, right. you know, right. Yeah, I feel like the best example that I can draw from from this is like us as roommates in college. (laughs) When you'd be like, do you want I mean, it would be, you know, it could have been like an on campus activity or something like I'm not even talking about like hanging out. I don't I don't know. I guess just I feel like since you were more of an extrovert than I am Mm -hmm. and you would like pull me out to do stuff or ask I want to go somewhere. And with uh, when otherwise, I don't think I would have necessarily you know Um, but then there are times that like you wanted to go out and I'm like no I can't yeah I think you did a good balance because you did I mean I would like when you would say no I'd be shocked I'd be like oh my gosh she's really not coming like but you but you like because you knew your boundaries where you're just like no like I really need to study or like no I'm not I'm really not feeling it Mm -hmm. so like I feel like you're very attuned for like no, I'm glad she pulled me out. But then also right. like knowing when you're like, I could go, but I'm still not going to be a good time if I go, right. you know? Right. Um, right. So I thought that was good. Cause like, again, as the extrovert, I'm, I'm always the one like going or thinking I should go or whatever. So um, yeah, I thought that was yeah. good because I do think there's some things that are good for us, like working out, you know, there's a lot of times we're like, oh, this is the last thing I want to do. And then you go and I always feel better after I work out. So I know yeah. from, the data that I have collected yes that that is something that I will never regret doing Mm -hmm. Um, so we need to do the same thing with our social obligations is just like okay is this something that I never regret doing or is it something that I'm like oh gosh I you know I really need to do better about you know, she said, like, just say no. She's like, say no politely. You don't need to come up with this backstory about like, oh, no, like, you know, everybody's been sick and I have this and I have that. She's like, they don't care. I mean, they want, they care about you, but like, don't feel like you need to come up with like this grand excuse, you know? Um, And our yoga instructor at the gym, she does such a good job with that. Like, I'll ask her like, oh, do you want to teach another class? She's like, no, not really. Like I'm okay. Like, and she's always very sweet about it. She's not rude, but she knows her boundaries and she doesn't want to overextend herself. And I just always, yeah, I'm always in awe when she's like, cause she is, she's so kind. She's never rude. And it's just like, no, I think I'm okay with just like the mornings right now. And I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, oh my God, like if someone asked me to teach another class, even if it was a member, not let, let alone the owner of the gym, I'd be like, okay, sure, when, you know, like. When, See, I would then, lie and I'd be like, oh, 
my car. I've got to get my car serviced. It's got that thing that's rattling and like, it's been really big. And no, you can't offer me a ride because um, I don't have any money. (laughs) Yeah. Cause people give you all these excuses, but that's the thing. It's like, cause as soon as I say yes, sometimes I'm like, Oh, why did I say yes? Like, or say like, you need to think about it. You know, like, don't feel like you have to right. give an answer right away. But That's yeah, and then don't feel like you have to give a, a lie because then they will say, like, oh, well, I can give you a ride. And you'd be like, then you're like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> so um, I liked that one. Um, and then, of course, move your bodies on here, which we, you know, we know and, and love. And then self care, which we talked about last week. So this, like, really honed in with that. Like, relaxation mindfulness so again like what are you doing to like give yourself some peace um and then it does say on here honestly evaluate your relationship with electronics and social media so again like and I I will I'll I'll hands down say the best thing I ever did was one I moved my social media icons on my phone to my second screen yes yes changer because those damn little... Yeah, you just open it up and you're like, oh, well, I'll check my Yes, Instagram because you see the red dot, and especially because you see the notification. So any, like, red dot... Oh, I don't see that. Oh. See, okay. if I see something once... Well, that's what happens to me now. It's even on the second screen, and well, I'll you go can in... You that be- off so it doesn't show. Oh, I need to do that. Um, I wonder if it'll just show for the business. I'll need to play around with that. Oh, because I'll right. go in because I have a notification... And then I don't even look at the notifications. I'm like, what the hell? I came in here to look at what this said. Um, But yeah, so that was a really good thing I did. And then the second one was turning on the do not disturb, like in the evening, like it's scheduled like at 915, which I probably need to make it even earlier because I was doing it. Like we were like, we were just watching TV, but I wasn't present. I was like, you know, messaging people, responding text even text messages and it's like no like you have been talking and been on working all day like you need to give yourself time to decompress like yes I'm watching a tv show but it's something I enjoy that Ben and I are both invested in and I'm over here you know texting away um so yeah and some I don't know at first I thought like oh well that's my only time to really catch up like I'll you know I'll miss it but to be honest I sleep better because I'm not you know engage yeah 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 um but yeah so like there like I said there's some others on here being realistic you know letting go the illusion of perfection I think that can be really challenging because again social media the people we follow our even friends we see this idea of oh they're living the perfect life you know I I want that or I you know I will never have that and it's you know not always the case Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeking support and asking for help I I won't speak for both of us but I know that's a a, a very hard one uh, for me is to ask for help uh, no matter who it's from um, so I'm trying to work on on that one from you know because I have a husband who wants to help and wants to be involved so it's like he can't read my mind I mean there's some times where I'm like okay I shouldn't have to ask but you know, there's other times where I'm like, okay, I have people in my life that want to help. Um, mm-hmm. I even realized that at the gym, like I have some instructors who want to help and want to be involved. And I haven't even, because they're, all of them have jobs. So I haven't even asked, I haven't even given mm-hmm. them the opportunity to say no. Right. I just assumed they didn't want to. Right. And in reality, they do want to. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so nice to bounce off ideas and just get feedback. Yeah. Well, I think it's hard to remember that some people feel it makes them feel good to help other, like help others. Right. Whereas like, yeah, my, my first thought is like, no, I don't want to burden. Yes. Um, but also it's almost like my default response to come out and be like, like, it reminds me of when you go to the grocery store, Publix, especially, and they'll say, can I help you out to your car? Yeah. And one day I had both kids. So I had Graham who was wanting to sit inside the car because Scotty was in the seat, but then she went out of the seat. So I was holding her and trying to like steer the car. And I'm like, no, I, I can, I can manage, you know? Yeah. And the guy's like, you want me? Like, he's like, no, I, I really don't mind. And yeah. like, it's just my default response to be like, no, 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 no. Like 
don't you worry about it. And that's his job. It's not like he's a stranger offering it to you. Like that's As I'm like trying to like juggle all this crap. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what it is. I agree. And I I agree. Like people want to help. And even like my in-laws who like absolutely love Olivia and like with Ben's travel and stuff, they're like, just let us know. And I'm like, oh no, like I've got it. And it's like, why? Like they want to spend time with her. Like, you know, I mean, yes sometimes it's a little easier but other times it's like why would I not give them the opportunity to help in that and that kind of thing so um so I'm trying to do trying to do that as well so but yeah I mean for me like so I list all 10 but it was just really eye-opening um because I I mean I do think about it a lot but it was just more eye-opening as far as like balance like the episode we did about juggling you know the balls in the air and stuff and we kind of hit on this and that one like balance isn't doesn't mean equal it doesn't mean equal energy it means giving the energy to the things that are important and I think that's a good way like you said it's something sounds so simple but so profound as far as like the inventory of your energy like it's okay if you should be spending more energy and time on family. Mm-hmm. Like if that's something that you truly value, you mm-hmm. know, like that's okay. Um, so just getting rid of that perception, like you said, like where it has to be equal family, equal job, equal, because if you really think about it, most of us are, are honed in a hundred percent on job and we're, we're, we aren't equal and job and work is, you know, bigger than family and health. So we're still out of whack. It's just the other, you know, it's just mm-hmm. reverse. So finding it is yeah. like, and if you do have a career that you love and, and enjoy, and that's something that feeds you and that's the energy and that's what's important to you, then by all means, but sometimes we're out of balance, not because we're not giving equal, but because that's not the thing that we truly value. And it's nothing that's getting the most out of us. Right. Right. It reminds me, um, in as like an analogy because i'm gonna use a work analogy but it like corresponds to what we're talking about but um someone told me once to like write down each day again this is like job specific is like pertaining to your job mm-hmm. but think the top like two or three whatever you have time for whatever the top like um obstacles or things you want to tackle that day because mm-hmm. they'll get so much other stuff that gets thrown at you and yeah. so like it comes you know, my default to like run to my email and to check email when like, if you go into the day knowing that like, I used to do this at the end, the end of the previous day, I'd say like, okay, these are the three things I need to get done tomorrow. Yeah. And yes, some things in that day might shift the priority, but it helped me to like tune out the stuff that wasn't important mm-hmm. because it would try to come into my day and ruin the yeah. things that I had like told myself I needed to get done. Those were, those were the top three most important things to get done. Um, so I think it like, when you were describing it, that's what it made me think of. Like, there's all this stuff that gets thrown at you, but you've got to remember the things that, you know, are your values or the things that are important to you. Um, and make sure that you're putting those, your energy into those above the other stuff that's going to come along. Yeah. I love that. That's such a point. Yeah. Cause my, my planner has the top three things like and that's so true because it's like they're you know the bright we talk about like I talk about it's a business sense of like the bright shiny thing that makes you feel like you're doing something isn't always the thing that's going to move the needle and the thing that you need to do so just because it catches your eye and like oh I'm going to do this because it's fun or whatever that doesn't necessarily mean it's important you know um yeah. and that's so true because it's like like I tell you all the time and anybody that's been married knows like marriage and having a family is hard work. Like it doesn't come naturally. I mean, yes, at the beginning, your relationship hopefully is natural, but like, as far as like having no hiccups and no problems, like that's just not realistic. So again, like you said, like, what are the top three things that you're going to do if family's important? are is spending time with your family on that list anywhere you know because you, as we've talked about before you know the people you love and care about the most tend to get the last of you because you know like oh well they'll love me no matter what unconditional I can treat them this way I can not invest because 
at the end of the day, they love me. Whereas, oh, like these friends over here aren't going to love me. So I better go, you know, do that. Or um, the job, you know, they, they, the job needs something from me. So I need to go, you know, do that. So yeah, that's such a good point to like, think about, I, yeah, like think about three things that you can do each day that align with at least one of your values. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I have five values, I'm not going to be able to do five, but at least three things like for me, like moving my body, um, you know, again, like finding time to spend with family and then finding like a third thing that helps me, you know, whether it's me spending alone time or whatever, like mm -hmm. even if it's just five minutes, you know, like that mm -hmm. walk, that walk took me 10 minutes the other day and I was so busy yesterday. I was like, God, I really don't have time to do this. But that luckily the weather was just gorgeous. I'm like, you know, I'm doing it. Um, and Olivia had been sick. So I, it, you know, I knew it'd feel good for her to be outside. And it's like, I mean, I think I went up maybe a 10 minute walk because like, if I do the short loop, so it's like, I mean, 10 minutes, 10 minutes mm -hmm. of my day. Is that really going to make or break my productivity? Mm -hmm. It's probably going to make it better because I got, a, you know, away and stepped outside. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be these big, I think we get caught up and it has to be these big things. things. You know, these, yes. Yes. Know. Well, I, I don't know what, um, like spurred this in me, but like Alex and I, like when he or I would leave from work, go mm -hmm. to work or come home from work, we'd always there'd be either like a kiss or a hug when he'd leave or come back. Yeah. And that just like dropped off the map for us. And I was like, yeah. the other day, I think he thought I was probably like PMSing real, real hard. Cause I'm like, I just miss that. I'm like, can you yeah. just give me a hug when you come home? Yeah. And like, cause sometimes that's like the only like passing okay. ships in the night. We've used that yeah. analogy before. Yes. And that's just, that's what came to mind when you were talking about like, family time like I was thinking like oh gosh I mean it's so hard with mm -hmm. schedule conflicts and you know two kids were kind of like man on man where you take her I'll yeah. take him I'll take her you take him yeah and that just to me I'm like well that's such a good way that I feel like we've been able to connect mm -hmm. in a time that just gets really busy well, physical touch, even if it's something so small, can really ground you, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I felt that way. Like, Ben and I literally passed in the airport this past week. I love um, that picture that you posted. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't believe it actually happened because the Dallas airport is huge. You can't just, like, go over to another gate. So the fact that we were even in the same gate was like, uh, like, oh, my gosh, the stars are aligning. But, um, and, you know, I got home Monday and he was like, I'm going to go to the, he was going to go to the gym. And it was really hard for me because I, you know, I wasn't teaching class Monday night because I was traveling. So I was like, I didn't express this. because like, oh, I'm excited. We'll actually have like family time, like at night. Well, I didn't say that to him. And of course he's been home with the baby all weekend and, you know, maybe could run on the treadmill, but couldn't go to the gym. So, and that's important to him. And so I was really stuck in this hard place because I was like, he's been here because I've been away, which is amazing. Cause I know that's very fortunate of me to have a spouse who truly is like a co-parent that can watch her, you know? So it was like, I felt so guilty because I'm like, he needs and wants to go to the gym. That's his place and he needs it. So I want to give it to him, but also I'm like, but I want to spend time with you and I just got home and now you're leaving. So, you know, it really is hard to make sure mm -hmm. that you give what each of you need individually, but also make sure that you communicate. And for me, I'm not like we talked about, like I'm not communicating my expectations or what I wanted, you know? So trying to do better. We used to before Olivia, um, we are really bad about watching TV while we eat. And of course, a lot of times that's the only time we're like together because we're just unwinding from the day and whatever. But we I mean, we watch a show that we're both invested in. So we, you know, it's not like we're just on our phones or whatever. So we are interacting, but we used to eat at least one night a week. We would eat without the TV um, and we would take turns cooking. So one person would play in the meal and cook one week and then the next week would be somebody else's. 
And so I thought about that, just like how you thought about like your hug and your kiss. I was like, you know, we need to do that again. I loved that. When I remember you talking to me about yeah. that, I was so impressed. I was like, oh my God, I wish we, we should get on that. Yeah. I mean, and it's like some, and, and we didn't have to talk the whole time, but my rule was no TV. So like whether we played a card game, um, and I love games, Ben doesn't, but like whether we play a card game or whatever, it's fine. But like the TV doesn't come on. Um, mm-hmm. And most of the times we just ended up talking, you know, the whole time. Right. But, um, but yeah, so we, <laughs> I suggested that we, and now we have a nicer dining room table. So like, you want to sit at the table? And he's like, what's wrong? <laughs> I was like, this is like a serious talk. Yeah. Like, I just want to get back to, you know, to that. Cause again, like in the evening, like sometimes that's the first time you sit down and talk with each other. Mm-hmm. So um yeah so just being better about that and again even and even if it is while we like even if we progress like okay we sit down and eat dinner and talk and then we watch tv but at least having those few minutes where we're right. connecting and not right you know, right yeah, yeah i like yeah it's almost just like keeping a pulse on how things are if it's not if it didn't happen that day, like how does it look from a week perspective? And yeah, are you still making time when you can for those things that are important? Right. I mean, he has a new job, just different stuff that you just don't get to share throughout the day. You know, you want to know about certain things. So, um, but yeah, so for me, it was just really like eye opening as far as like, because I always feel like I do a good job of making sure that I set the right priorities which I think in the grand scheme of things, I feel like I do like, um, but am I doing it like daily and weekly? Like when we think about like spending our energy and time, like, am I really aligned mm-hmm. with the things that I care most about, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So just putting it that way, um, it was really interesting to me. So I, yeah, I li- really liked it. You know, you never know how those things are going to be. Um, yeah, yeah, I like it. I feel like I've like, and I'm in like a therapy session a little bit. Like I've got <laughs> the wheels turning, and now like my therapist, you're my therapist, and you're like, you should now <laughs> contemplate what your values are, and go yeah. home and do this homework, and come yeah. back next week, and we can talk about yeah how well, well you're achieving that. I do think that I think everybody should think about their top values. I had five, um, and then. You know, to share yours. I need some ideas. Yeah, I feel like I need to take a quiz that says, like, what are your top values? Um, is family, Ben and Olivia specifically, my health. Um, I value helping others. So that needs to be like, I get energy and peace, you know, from that. Um, having financial freedom is a value. So not feeling like, you know, for future freedom, I guess, making sure we're set up as a family, like to retire and, you know, all those things. I don't want to be stuck working until I'm 70. Um, And then for me, freedom of time um, where I get to spend with my family, like being able to kind of set my own schedule and have that flexibility is something that I really am valuing right now. So those Mm -hmm. are those are my thoughts. That's right. You, you, you shared those earlier. Okay. Yeah. I'll share them again. Yeah. So I don't think you have to have five for me. That's just a couple of those things have just been at the forefront of my mind that are driving my energy and driving my decisions. And I'm happy they are, I'm not upset by it. Um, so I think current, like, and I, like I said, I think in seasons of life, like what you're valuing can change, you know, like what you, like what we talk about all the time, you know, like right now I want that flexibility of time because Olivia is younger. Right. So that's what I was going to say. A lot of yeah. things change. Yeah. And when then you have young kids or when your kids age. Right. Right. What you want um, out of a career or your life might look you know, different. So for right now that that's it. But yeah, I think everybody should kind of ponder what they value. I think all of us could come up with at least three things um, and then take an in- inventory of, your energy how are you spending your energy um each day and I don't want people to get confused with that about being productive you know because again we get caught up like what we talked about and being productive so if spending your energy is again did it make you feel I think for me it's like 
did the action make me feel better when I was done? You know, was I energized? Did I feel good? Did it align with my values? Not necessarily productive, but did it align with what I value? Or was it something like that was just a a waste of time? Yeah. Was like a social media scrolling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. analogy. Right. Where it's like, I mean, again, but if that brings you peace and joy and that's what you value, then, you know, so be it. I don't think many people would say they value. Yeah. Media. I always think about how hard it'd be if like your job mm-hmm. required you to be on social media a lot, just because I, I mean, maybe, maybe others don't get in the trap. Like you and I were talking, like you were talking about, about like mm-hmm. you go to do something and you end up scrolling, but that's just. No, that, that happens with me a lot with the gym, you know, it's important for me to like post content and, you know, different stuff. Like that's a big thing right now, you know, getting people to engage in your content and, um, you know, creating that sense of people, because that's how people feel like they know. Yeah, that's, how, yeah. Media. that's how you reach um, new clients and yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, that happens all the time where I get on there for something that's supposed to be work related. And then I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to do it on my laptop as much as I can. Sometimes it's hard, but I feel like I'm more productive there than if I get on my phone and I don't really scroll, you know, you don't really scroll when you get on Facebook. Mm, that's yeah. true. So, but yeah, no, I think, um, I think it's always good to kind of reassess. And like we said, I think it changes. So again, like do it now and then in a couple months, do it again and see where you are and, Mm. you know, what changes you've made and what things you need to work on. Um, Mm. so yeah, living life in balance. That's the goal. I like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that is it for this week. I, like I said, we will keep you updated on how we're doing on our life and balance. Um, <laughs> Jordan's got a lot to ponder. We'll have I to- do have a lot to ponder. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about like really the last time I thought about this a lot, but I felt like the last time I like would do things without doing something else was like in college. Oh, I mean, it's just because like phones, mm-hmm. we, we I still had, I didn't have internet. We didn't have internet on our phones, right? When we were in college. Not the beginning, no. So there wasn't like, you couldn't really like yeah. get on the internet while you're walking. But I just remember like, I just like hang out in places and just like think. And I'm like, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. I should allow myself more time to not have thoughts well, like said, allow my always, thoughts to freely. yeah we're always stimulated you know like we talked about the time like we loved the kindle app because we can read a book anywhere and you know social media which is great like i get i think there's time and a place to read and get like we said like that piece from that because it's something we enjoy but it's like and i love the podcast and things like that i don't ever regret it mm-hmm. but you know, there it is kind of relaxing to kind of just disconnect for even if it's five, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah. So, before we leave, what are you loving this week? Mm. I um, have loved this for a few years. So, I consider it like an oldie but a goodie. Yeah. But it's um, Tarte. It's called like Quench Lip Rescue. Okay, and it's oh. you hear this? It's like no, it's, in a, it, it's in a thin tube, like a lipstick, but it's okay. a lip balm. Okay, and it goes on sheer. Um, mm-hmm. they have a couple different colors. Um, I like they have even nude, but even like the there's a color called berry that's like the deepest. It looks like really deep red. Yeah, and I'm really like light skin, like light. I have a light complexion, so I like looked at that and I was like, oh, that's gonna be like too bold. Yeah, um, but. I saw someone on Instagram with it and it goes on so sheer because it's a lip balm, not like a lipstick that it just gives like a hint of color and it's super moisturizing. It's just, just, it goes on just smooth as butter and it's got a touch of peppermint oil in it. So it's kind of got like a Burt Bees feel, but it's just like silky on your lips. I don't, I mean, it is just lip rest. Uh, tart quench lip rescue do you find um, that it lasts long, like for a long time on your lips or do you have to like well, my problem with lip products in general is I drink so much dang water mm-hmm. that like 
Um, I feel like anything that's not gonna, uh, unless it's like a stain or, you know, something. Yeah. Um, yeah. The stain, they stick. mean it. They mean right? the yes. Mix, so they stay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But because this soaks in really well, I feel like okay. it does a good job um, of staying on well. Why don't you get um, that? Because I mean, my lips were like chapped, but almost like peeling, which is odd for me. Um, but I feel like chapstick can be a little like addictive, like where it's like, uh-huh. once you start using it, you have to like keep using it because it's not like doing what you say. Like it's not really moisturizing and really like healing. It's yes. Just- so this has got like vitamin E and shea butter. Okay. Um, and I also just love like a touch of color. Like I'm so bad about, I'm not going to like a real, like go to like, I'm not one to like apply a lipstick after lunch or something like that. Right. Right. If I put it on, it doesn't ever get put back on right so this feel this is like i use it like a chat like a chapstick or a lip balm but it gives me just a touch of color which i like because it just makes me feel like a touch more even if i'm at home or even at work you know if i go into the office like a little more put together yeah i love that because i do i mean my mom's huge into lipstick and i'm just not that person I know. like but i do like sometimes start one chapstick because it does give like a just a little bit more alive Machine, look yeah yeah so um That's so fine. yeah I love that I'll have to get that because I do I like a little hint of color like that right look into it okay what about you what are you loving um so same I've been loving this one not for years but it's been months now but um it's a little notebook it's called mom's one line a day um and there's a whole bunch of different versions of this but um my sister got me this when Olivia was born and um, I know you have a version of it too. And it's just, you write one thing a day that happened with the baby. Um, and I'm not saying that I do it every day. Like I'm, I can get, you know, behind, but luckily with our phones, I, we take so many pictures. I can look back at the pictures and like, like, oh yeah, that happened. And um, so it's really fun. Cause I can, re- I've recorded her first bath, our first walk, like, you know, some, when she tried a new food and again, it's like, you know, so short, um, you don't have to write a, a ton, you know, even um, if it's just like, oh, like you were, you, you know, we're really talkative today or, you know, whatever, like that. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. I, I wish I need to get back into it because even when I look back at the, the things I wrote with Graham, mm-hmm. um, you think one, I think I will remember certain things. Exactly. But I don't. Uh-huh. And then I'll even when I'm writing something in the book, I would think like the sounds so silly or like Yes, trivial. You know, trivial, yes, thank you. That's what I was like for. And then I look back and so I was reading it the other day and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot when he ate, you know, a, he grabbed the full pear out of my hands and started like gnawing at it. Yeah, because once you read it, the image comes to your head and you remember. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. I I agree. Because at first, especially when they're so little, they don't really do much. I'm like, what am I going to write today? Yes. Yeah. But even now, with her only being eight months, I've gone back and like reread. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. And it does like it comes back so vividly. And so I do try to be better because it is like one line. It takes me it doesn't take me long at the end of the night. So I have it on my bedside table so I can do it like as I go to bed. Um, But I need to catch up. I'm a a couple days behind. Mm -hmm. But um, the one she got me goes for five years. So I'm trying to be as consistent as I can each day. So my years, you know, line up appropriately. but yeah, that is just, like I said, I like it because my mom get, got me a baby book, which I do love that because that's like a monthly, you know, so I take the monthly pictures like we talk about and it says like, you know, what they like, what they don't like, how much they weigh, you know, all that stuff. So um, I do love that side. But again, like that it's, it's a lot on one page. So it can just kind of feel like cumbersome, you know, mm-hmm. or like one line is just like, you know, just real quick. Right. 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 so um, but yeah so that's a good one I know I it was on my night and I'm like oh that, that's it because like I said it's been for months um but yeah so I've been trying to be consistent with that so mm-hmm. maybe I'll get back into that yeah you know I've seen ones you speaking of not um like spending time with yourself or not good at like articulating 
I'm a huge advocate of writing things out. I think it can be like so cathartic. And like, sometimes when I don't know how I'm feeling, I start writing and it like comes to me because you have to put thoughts to a page. I know she's rolling her eyes for y'all that can't see her. Um, but that bit, I'm more that way than you are, but I have seen journals that are like one line a day or one that are for like adults, like kind of like a, I I don't know what the word would be, but like, um, I think some of them are like a positivity journal, which you wouldn't need that, but like something that's just like one line a day, um, for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you could maybe implement some journaling and you have your alone time with your thoughts and you'd be able to just kind of jot it down just real quick. It wouldn't have to be a lot, just a couple lines of how you're feeling, you know, where um, your emotions that, are. That whole line of how, of that whole phrase of how I'm feeling just is like opening a can of worms. I feel like that's, that's why, I, that's why I repress articulating because. I know you were like this. Really? Yeah. I don't get this vibe at all, but I guess we don't really talk about emotions or if we do, I'm the one talking, I guess. Yeah. Take it out in the punching bag. Yeah, there you go. That is true. Working out is a really good uh, stress reliever. So, but um, yeah, we'll have to the therapist out there contact like us. Like I said, I, I feel like I've been to a therapy session. <laughs> oh, good. I hope in a positive way. I've told it. Don't charge me though. I, I'm, I don't think I'm a... Uh, was qualified. Sort of qualified to charge you <laughs> i'm just relating what the professional told me okay. so yeah okay good but um but yeah so i hope everybody just takes a little step forward in living their life in balance um and getting you know crafting the life that like you said you know makes us happy that's the goal mm -hmm. i love it yeah so well thank y'all we will see you next week Bye.